The dawn of civilization. Primitive. Dangerous. Exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs... The most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is James from Cave Dweller Music. I am joined by my co-host Brendan, and today we have a guest for you who goes by the name Hooligan, formerly known as Vargel, but uh, you can call him James. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. For anyone who doesn't know your work, you're behind the project Depressive, as it kind of implies by the title, Depressive Suicidal Black Metal. Um, do you want to just maybe tell people a little bit about yourself and, and sort of the project and what, what it's about? Yeah, man. Um so yeah, as you guys know, I'm James. Um, I'm responsible for a lot of a lot of people know me as Vargal. Um, I do horror and mainly depressive. Um, I've been making music roughly since 2017, seriously at least. Like, you know, I was terrible back then, but you know, we all get better at what we. Um, but you know, I. I'm really inspired by the sadness of of just being, you know, um, and a lot of shit that I've gone through growing up has been really difficult to process. So making music honestly has just given me that opportunity to express these things that I haven't been able to for so long, you know, because it's it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. Um, especially two people being able to be in my isolation and and do that load it you know that's that would that works music is is everything man you know I wouldn't want to be doing anything else that's awesome I mean like I think I know a lot of people that say that music is like a way to express things it's a way to process things it's a way to replace substance abuse like a lot of people throw themselves into music after getting clean uh it's, yeah. it's, thera- it's super therapeutic um mm-hmm. yeah it's just there's nothing else like it really right yeah most definitely yeah i mean like brendan and i we we aren't in any bands um our contribution to the scene is is doing this type of thing uh being right. artists and reviewing stuff but i don't know if i would have you know i mean like my life wouldn't be the same without music in it that's for sure oh yeah Almost, man 100 percent i and it, I don't necessarily make music for people, but knowing that I reach people and and getting messages from people that that are, you know, saying thank you for music and shit. And, and I know that sounds mm-hmm. emo as fuck, but it really it it's it's incredible, you know, because when when you start, you just you never think that that would happen, you know. It it seems so possible, and and I had a song yeah. that fucking uploaded for like two years that had no views and then fucking one year it just hit 11k fucking um that was Fargal uh no nostalgic awesome and that, that was just surreal you know it's like why like why the al- algorithm fucking blessed me dude yeah <laughs> yeah you must have done something right to please the algorithm it's uh <clears throat> It makes no sense sometimes. Like, we'll upload, I'll upload something on YouTube. I was like, man, that's going to get like a ton of views. That'll be super popular, like 54 views. And then I put up yeah. some like super obscure dungeon synth from Argentina or something. And it's like 5,000 views. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's really awesome. I love seeing, I love seeing really obscure music get attention that it so deserves, man. Yeah. I think everything should be listened to once, at least. And then, if it's good, listen to it more. Almost everything. There's a, there's a, a <laughs> oh, I said, I, I, yeah, almost everything. Yeah. There's some Deserves things I know. Chance. There's some things I know. It's like, I'm not giving that a chance. I, I'm fully aware that's oh, going to be tra- yeah, yeah, so yeah, bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I know I should give the new Metallica album a chance, but I just don't want to. Like, <laughs> I saw the album cover. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Dude, I felt the same way. I, you know, I checked out the, it was like, I can't remember like hardwired to self-destruct or something or fucking whatever. I checked that out years ago when it came out and I just hated it. You know, I was like, dude, I was so disappointed, man. But you know, it I love like, it. like radio out- metal. Yeah. They're just like, they're just, they did, they're done. Like they should just be done. <laughs> um, like it's, 
it's a point that some bands reach where it's okay to stop making music like you've done enough like you can stop yeah. you can just keep playing the hits some bands like like johnny james dio kept it like solid all the way through like but like metallica should probably have stopped a little while back it gets it gets to a point when it's so industrialized and there's so many like corporate figures playing a role in the music that it right. just it, it it completely stints and and I listen so, and to my so, music for, for for like reason and meaning like even even if it's something corny like Mortician, right. you know it's it the guy that's making it is enjoying himself. I I would hope you know. But. It seems like MDF, uh, Maryland Death Fest. Right. Uh, yeah. Last, I think they were the first band we saw. I think right. They started uh, the festival. And, uh, they seem to be having fun. That's sick. He uh, he's a character. <laughs> yeah, we saw. You know, he we watched him get kicked out of uh, that uh, cafe. Little, uh, it wasn't. No, it wasn't Ram's Head. It that, was no Soundstage. Um, I think it was Soundstage. I think he it was got, the Soundstage. That's where we his... watched. Uh... Oh my god! I just Graveland. Uh, no, Graves. Gravesend. Yeah. Yes. The Grandcore. Um, yeah. Before we start recording, so uh, I mean, I think it's great to talk about this. Um, Leviathan, you said, was who got you into black metal. Um, how did you come across that of all bands to start your journey in black metal? So. Um... It all comes back to my friend Zach, man. Um, shit, I was like 15, and um, I met this guy, Tomosko, and then I met Zach. Um, he introduced me to Zach, and then I was introduced to my old friend Austin, um, who's passed now. But um, those guys really like... You know, they, they took me in, dude. I was, you know, I was kind of finding what I was into. I was still listening to mainly, like, like Slayer, and I was listening to some Deathcore and, okay. and stuff, you know, just finding stuff. And and then they started showing me all these wicked bands, like, like Monolord and fucking, dude, all this shit, you know. Nice. And from there, I just fell in love with it, you know. That's awesome. Um, I love, you know, when, when I found Leviathan and, It was probably the it was it was the most my favorite song was I miss watching her die and just the emotion that I was listening to that song was was um really powerful at the time I don't know if I was going through something but it really just it kicked off this want to not just listen to shit but fucking make it and make the sounds that i want to hear you know um i don't know jack shit about fucking music theory i fucking play guitar when i started i just picked one up that i had um it was an old fucking squire and i just started recording um and now we're here i mean i'm still it was kind of janky i got like a blue snowball that's what all the music is recorded on my pc i got that's like awesome. a uh fucking what's it called it's like a spider amp one of those fucking emulated amps oh yeah you drew an emulated amp yes i do it's it's a it's not a tube amp i want to get a, i want to get a tube amp at some point i don't but dude i don't know shit about instruments or anything i just like i got what i have you know and well it sounds over the years, but like i couldn't even tell uh so yeah, doing a great job. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. It it it, it took a while to to like at least with my setup like understand how to not, not make it sound like dog shit, but also not be like super quiet and and just poor production. Like Audacity is what I use to record everything on and and nice. mix and, and do all that. Um, it's all it's all DIY, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, I I, I have Audacity. Audacity is awesome. Great product, dude. I love Audacity, man. It's like super simple to self teach, like just to pick up as you you kind of play with it. I had an old version of it to death, and this new version, I don't I don't know what fucking I, I refuse even more because I'm like, dude, as it goes. But <laughs> I, I have like this fucking VST like 
it's like this fucking i don't know it's like a mixer thing that i downloaded i put it in there and um i used to be able to go and like play the track as i'm messing with the settings but with this new update like it doesn't only like preview like fucking 15 seconds of it and you can't go and like press play you have to close it and and really you have to like change yeah you have to do a change i don't know if it's just with the that vst like it might be out of date i don't even know if that's what it's called it's a little plug-in but yeah i uh it might might be my uh, fault but i fucking hate it dude i'm like oh fuck i haven't used it in a while so i haven't got any of those updates um so i haven't seen that but that sucks that's that's yeah i was like you know what i'll fucking all update it dude the new version looks clean and (laughs) (laughs) it looks can be deceiving (laughs) yeah i mean it surprised me when you said leviathan because like most people start black metal with something like i mean it depends who gets you into it you could start with something like like symphonic stuff so some people like demo borgia like that was me in high school my friend showed me demo borgia that was the first black metal i heard like I progressed from that, but like that was, um, and then a lot of people are mayhem, like you mentioned, uh, or yeah. or like um, Gorgoroth. I think uh, mine was Emperor. Nice, nice Emperor's oh, great. They're actually playing a couple shows. Emperor, here. I used to have an Emperor flag. I was a fuck. I remember, dude. There's this, there's this kid a couple of years back. He traded two dark funeral flags and fucking something else but he just sent me some shit can't remember what it's for but that got me into um a dark funeral because you know he was like i got these two flags i'm gonna send them to you so i listened to him and i was like yo this this is actually pretty dope nice that's awesome i uh it's just one of those bands that you know you you see them all the time but you're just like uh, i'm not gonna exactly they're just like always around um I actually got to interview the uh, the lead singer of Dark Funeral like the last month oh, or the wow. month before. Um, wow. Just it wasn't on the. Po- I know, I know. It was kind of crazy. Like it wasn't on the podcast. It was just the email one. But still, it was like because uh, I, I reviewed his album from his other project, uh, Gra. Do you know Gra? Uh, Guar. Uh, G R A Gra Gra. Oh no, I do not know. Uh, so that the the new vocalist has been doing graph for longer than he's been in Dark Funeral. Um, so if you like them, check check his project. That's that's pretty cool. Um, okay. And uh, and he thanked me. I was like, holy shit! Like the <laughs> singer of Dark Funeral. I was like, I'm just gonna like, <laughs> I'm just gonna pull it out there. I was like, do you want to do an interview? I was like, sure. I was like, no way. <laughs> um, oh yeah, man. Yeah, it, it's one of those things because like we talk about this on the podcast pretty often, but when you think of like to you as like a metalhead they seem like really big bands you know what i mean like they're celebrities um and you're yeah. like it's like oh man like that's such a big band but like when you look at it compared to other genres they're not um but to us it's like starstruck type thing it, but if you ask like yeah. some random person like any random person on the street have no idea who died <laughs> funeral is real yeah, man, dude, I have, um, you know, and, and shout out to my, my boys in Cthulhu, man. Um, though they make, uh, like OSDM fucking nice. brutal bluegrass. Um, <laughs> dude, they're, they're the homies, man, Cthulhu, dude. Uh, but they recently do, they played with like Rotting Christ. Uh, nice. they, they played with Ingested. And they used to just do like local shows, but now almost all of their shows is in Phoenix, Arizona, man. And and I'm so proud of them, dude. They're fucking killing it. Hell yeah. You know? And 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 going back to like, you know, like to us, like playing with those bands is fucking insane, dude. Yeah. You know, like, it's massive. It massive. It really is, you know. But you know, in, in comparison to something like fucking Taylor Swift, yeah, most definitely. You know, exactly. Like, it's all compare. It's all re- it's relative, like depending what what like what scene you're in and like what you listen to like who's big and who isn't type thing shit make a slam metal band call it taylor swift <laughs> get sued <laughs> that will be the uh, album cover or the uh, title <laughs> i'm in i'm involved in a in a collaborative uh, grindcore project called Haas. Um, nice. and we've invented Haas grind and it's it's like the most dog shit 
grindcore project you could ever listen to. And I think that's really the point of Haas. Uh, the link is rightherehaas.bandcamp.com for anyone who's interested. I am interested. <laughs> it's, it's really terrible. It's 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 all for comedic purposes. Um, and back in the day, every song title was created in the most of drunkest. When you say Haas, you mean like truck driver type Haas stuff, like yeah, like, like a like a big man described as like a horse, you know, like a yeah. like a like uh the brother type hoss yeah, brother <laughs> exactly can i brother <laughs> so grindcore as well as uh black metal then yeah i mean i'm not like too big into it like warsaw is pretty cool i don't really know what they are but you know um there's there's a few that i like I don't know what what is a uh, human jerky. What uh, the old cattle decap? What yeah. would you call that? That's that, like, grind. That's grind for sure. The early ca mm -hmm. cattle decap definitely grind. I I dig that. You know, it's my friend Mason. He he was he was fucking grindcore dude was all day. That was his shit. Um, but I never really delved into it. I think for a while I kind of resented it and, you know, shout out to you, Mason, but Mason was in a little bit, you know, a small period of time and he's rectified. So I was like, fuck, fucking fuck Mason, fuck Brian Cole. But I love you, Mason. <laughs> so um, as far as like the, the black metal side of thing goes, your stuff's definitely more on like the depressive side of things. But it has been like because I've been listening to some of this stuff in the beginning. It's kind of shifted and opened up a little more, some more influences from other areas of black metal. Um, is that intentional? Or is it just as you play more, you kind of pick more? Uh, I wouldn't say it's intentional, but at the same time, you know, I'm definitely I'm definitely influenced by it. I mean, I guess it would be intentional, but I've just. You know, I started with cookie cutter black metal with Goat Rar, that old, terrible, you know, like it was, it, it opened me up to a lot of stuff because I was still learning. Right. Um, and I think I, what I'm making is, it's what I want to make, you know. It's awesome. And I've, I've become more comfortable with doing like clean vocals in songs, um, like on take. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, over the years, I've really fucking, you know, I, I, have, I have more than a few songs, but the avant-garde and and depressive and post influences, um, even death metal sometimes. There's some death influence. Like, it's just it is what it is. You know, I don't like being restricted to, like, say this is just like black metal or this is just uh whatever or, or dsbn you know it's it's more than that you know mm -hmm. sure. it sounds fucking beautiful man like like i'm not saying my music but <clears throat> uh exulansis dude like what the fuck is that band dude they fucking they're crazy the shit right. they make is in it's beautiful um left alone you know the the sadness dude that that shit's insane and it's it's really not just one fucking genre you know it's right right and the same with like uh with like life lover like life lover was almost kind of like one, yeah. one of the bands that made like dsbm iconic but like they're definitely not just that genre they're all they've they have stuff from all over the place that's what makes them so interesting you know speaking of life lover man the i don't know if you've heard of van helga dude they're they're like life lovers fucking little post love child dude i love i love that band man van helga. helga yeah very good any song really um you see i mean yeah i don't know if i yeah i know i need to do a deep dive into this because i actually don't think i've listened to it is that what they did after life lover uh no but it's 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 i think it's it's different people but it's oh okay it's inspired by it i would i would say so maybe it's not but it's <laughs> It's so posty and and sad and it's like rock. It's dude, it's fucking tight as fuck, man. Awesome. I'm gonna check that out. I mean, that's what I loved about like that life love stuff, like that whole sound. It's like 
that's that clean guitar um that it's like I, I love the fact that they have the clean guitar with those raw vocals and like the the guitar is just like super depressive but it's like crisp at the same time i, I yeah it's awesome love it yeah, the, the fucking the bittersweet sound dude exactly same with dude. like um psychonaut 4 dude psycho not i love that band <laughs> dude. fuck yeah dude yo they're tight man i've that band makes me fucking cry. I can't. Yeah, leave the room. Uh, fucking. Oh, what's what's that one fucking song? Um. Oh fuck, dude. Damn. Is it from the um? Uh, no, have a nice trip. It's fucking like later in the album. Fucking, what's the name trip. of it? The the it, it has. Is it um? I think is it is parasite? It is not parasite. Oh, I is it? Record I... over here. Hold on, I'm, I'll grab the fucking CD, dude. Okay. <laughs> Brendan, sorry if you lost at this conversation. I don't like <laughs> your. Uh, it's all good. Check it out. Definitely check out Life Lover. They're like the band in this genre that everyone like talks about. They all must. Yeah, that first album of this was great, but for me, like, it's uh, which one? Dips of Me. That nice. is a good album. Because it's Eyes of a Homeless Dog. Lethargic Dialogue. That's oh, the fucking yes. Damn Fuck. Dude, the first time I was laying in bed with my ex, I was, I was watching him fucking, like, drink himself to death pretty much he was going downhill really fast and it was really hard to live there you know mm. and fucking dude i would like walk out to the living room and see him like like eyes open he had gashes in his arm and he's just fucking listen fucking song lethargic dialogue and yeah that's tough man i'm sorry that you uh, sorry, sorry you had to yeah. go through that okay yeah that yeah it's a it's a it's a fucking crazy song. Um, Too late to call an ambulance is a really good. Like the like dad songs, I'd say. I think uh, I think have a nice trip is brutal fucking album. In how real it is. Definitely, I agree. Um, what about have you listened to uh, Total Self Hatred? Total Self Hatred, mm -hmm. not. Yeah, check that out that's really good it's like uh it's a pretty different style but it's really good uh okay their self-titled album is like the the band name the band name and the title is like there's no spaces it's all just one self-hatred we all look them up hell yeah total self-hatred i mean they're on they're on osmos productions and like basically it's like yeah it's probably worth listening to okay yeah i'll check them out dude um Sweet. brendan did you have some questions i know you had some stuff you wanted to ask about arizona oh um ah oh, geez i was gonna say uh what we got well i you uh have you played any live shows or have you or uh no no i no? don't i don't i don't play live um going to shows you know i'm not like yeah it was fucking no mosh no cord no fucking yeah yeah um, um it's just you know like like to me probably like have to do it like super stoned and then because i was super stoned it probably wouldn't go too well and at the same time it's just my other option like finding other people to learn the music or fucking using like triggers or speakers or whatever it's just not it doesn't sound authentic so I don't, right i just i just like to release shit um i have um cds and shirts coming out through war against yourself um they're printing lots of it nice um, it's available on their band camp i'm gonna get a like, some cds and some shirts i'm i'm gonna put them yeah Nice. Uh, who um, did you design all the art and stuff like that? I sent him the source uh, file, and he did it. Gotcha. Nice. Um, 
Well, I was asking about um, like seeing it play live. Like, uh, what's your uh, favorite venue in your area? Hard luck tattoo, and then they stopped doing shows. They're big. We I used to go to a lot of local shows. Fucking shout out to Ugly and Thra. Uh, fucking and then Club Red. I went to a couple of shows there, and the Yucca Tap Room in Phoenix. Uh, Club Red's closed down now. Um, but my favorite, Duwada. Yeah, and a lot of people think they're corny, but that fucking show was sick. I saw fucking Ed Forest. I saw Cloak and thirteen forty nine. Um, that was a really good show. That is a uh, that's a sick lineup. Yeah, it was good. That was it was it was a good night. And X fucking had it, and I somehow ended up with it. Dude, shout out to Zach for getting that. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, favorite brewery out there. Um, I've you know I'm not really into fucking, not into that stuff. When I when I used to like drink and stuff, um, that was before probation and getting arrested and and all that. So I've been keeping it straight and fucking, you know, smoking medical marijuana. And, there you go. You What's know, your uh, favorite strain? Dude, my favorite strain, um, it was called, I think it was like Sour Cherry Alien Chem Dog. It was fucked. It's really only my favorite because of the fucking name. This is way my <laughs> friend Gabe had some. I was like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, dude, it's fucking like Sour Cherry Alien Chem Dog. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Does it work? All right. Yeah, for real. No, I'm not. I'm not too picky with uh with uh. I like um. You used to be addicted to cocaine, so like, like feeling super hyper isn't my thing. Yeah. And that that medical marijuana help you uh, get through all that. Dude, fuck yeah, man! It's a blessing. You know, helps me sleep and um, helps me feel better. Uh, whatever and it, it honestly it inspires a lot of music dude i've made most of the music smoking weed you know nice uh, back in the day when i was younger and uh when i was doing goat rush stuff like i would take a little hit out of my little pipe that i had in my desk with like and i'd be like yo <laughs> nice um all right. Well, um, instrument did you first learn to play? Like, um, I want to say I started with the with a piano. Um, like I mean I had that, but I never really took them serious. Um, and I, you know, I got into black metal and stuff, and I started making like dark ambient. Screams of the Abyss, and then Horror, those were my, uh, they got printed through records. Um, and then from there, you know, I learned how to play uh, the guitar. And my my drums are, um, uh, did, yeah, <clears throat> I have a drum kit, but dude, like, it's so, it's just, it's, the worst taking it out of the closet and setting it up and fucking you know like doing that the neighbors hated it <laughs> the sheriffs were showing up at my house you know there's some um i used a drummer his name was uh he drummed for the album lifeless and a couple other albums on Fargal. he uh he drummed for um the misanthrope, like full length, le- uh, full length record for depressive, as well. Is that uh, is that you on the album cover of that one? Was that um, is it the one with the fucking god? No, no, the dude in the uh, camo pants uh, with the balaclava. Uh, not the balaclava. The um, what's it called? Uh, bandana. Yes, bandana. Yes. Okay. 
is it is it you and the other album covers with the gauntlets as well or is that someone else yeah yeah Mo- most of the albums with people on them um lifeless there's a chick um i would have to like go you know like look if i wanted to say for sure because you know there might be something back in the day or or whatever but it's all most of them are pictures of me nice i I figured as much i just wanted to confirm hell yeah it's easier it's easier fucking doing like a stupid cheap photo shoot yeah you don't have to pay for or or painting something but it comes out like super black metal still i mean like especially that one album cover you have um withering like dying super black metal like the black background and yeah the cross and the inverted cross that's perfect hell yeah yeah dude the razor blades dude that's nihilistium right there it's very cool i like it yeah um i mean while we're talking about arizona are there any like i mean you mentioned a couple of your mates before but like is there anyone else that we should be looking at um so you know i i I mentioned them earlier ugly is a really good like how to describe it i guess they would be like sludge um maybe a little bit hardcore there you go brendan really cool (laughs) i'm Um, looking it up right now this is just ugly yeah yeah um really good um a lot of the dudes in cthulhu um they were in the band sludge of disgust i don't know if that band's still active or not but a lot of them are playing in cthulhu now awesome but i uh there's a couple of bands with that name i just gotta make sure i find the right one from arizona theirs has like a like a like tentacles coming out the bottom of it with the eye i designed it for him oh sick okay that's cool show up though but they've been if you look up like uh cthulhu rotting christ mesa arizona i think oh find them that yeah they're so cthulhu that's a tough thing huh i'm already following them uh, it starts with a k <laughs> oh okay well that, that makes Ah, found them. There you go. I was spelling it the right way. Oh, that's sick. I like the... Uh... Wait, I think I might have heard this album. No, no, I didn't. No. Oh, they had one that just came out in March. Dude, I, I love those guys, dude. I miss going to their shows, dude. I, I haven't been to one of their shows recently. I gotta fucking get out there. I'm trying to go out to their... Uh, I think it's their EP release show. We should, uh, uh, we should get them on the show. Yeah, dude, I'll I'll talk I'll talk to him, dude. I'll say yeah, yeah. Way. I'd love to I'll check him out and get him on the show. Get we'd love to cover some more Arizona bands. I, I mean, we we really don't get many guests from Arizona. Nah, not that. I can't recall. Well, any. I don't think. No, we have like New Mexico. A lot of New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. New Mexico. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good bands in Albuquerque. <laughs> We had a couple Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> is a good band out of Phoenix. I think Phoenix. Suicide Forest is from Arizona? Uh, probably multiple Suicide Forest. I don't know. I don't oh, know true. But there is one out of out of Phoenix. Okay, cool. I'll check that out, too. I'm writing down all of these. So. Sweet. Hey, I... Okay, so what I have had in my entire life uh was in arizona um and it was at a place in the town it's like just south of the south rim of the grand canyon um it's, a, it's not prescott i'm in prescott yeah yeah um it's God, i'm trying to think because I, I have to give this place a shout out while we're talking about arizona it was just too good man it was it was this um country fried steak uh, but it was like completely covered in green chili, the green chili. Whoa. And yeah, it was, oh, Flagstaff. It's in Flagstaff. Oh, Flagstaff. Yeah, I'm not too ever... far from Flag. Okay, cool. I think Flagstaff, that's the one. Flagstaff is just south of the Grand Canyon, right? If you just keep going uh, down south, you get Flagstaff, right? Uh, probably. I'm not the best. Uh directions 
I've uh, I've been to the Grand Canyon like once when I was fucking probably one or two. And okay. From there, I'd <laughs> oh, actually, you know, I'm gonna I know how to find it because we went to this thing there called Arizona. That's in the same town. Dude, I, I had a coworker that used to work at Bears. Okay. Drive through safari, but with all American animals. Yeah. <laughs> they have uh, grizzly bears and stuff there, which is pretty sweet. Um, not many places big. have grizzlies. Okay. It wasn't, it was, it was actually a town called Williams. I had it wrong. There's a town called Williams. And oh, yeah. It, Williams, dude. Yep. From, from, the way I go to Flagstaff, usually I got to go past Williams or through Williams to get to Flagstaff. Okay. I camped out there um, in Williams a couple of times. That's a cool place. I like Williams a lot. And they got a lot of fucking pizza joints, man. All that pizza, dude, it's all so good. They do yeah. have a lot of pizza, like an abnormal amount of pizza. Yeah, hey, abnormal. <laughs> um, I think so it was called at Cafe. I want to say that was the place that I had okay. that meal at, and it was. Yeah, if you get a chance, do it. It's so good. Yeah, I, still, I remember. Oh man, I, st- I still think about it. Sweet, I'll have to take the girlfriend up there. I know we didn't. I was. Well, we spent the night in the Grand Canyon, but I don't remember. We we were camping, so we we ate our own food. But the Grand Canyon was amazing. Grand Canyon's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it it looks cool on video. I don't remember anything about it, but it does look cool. Ah, it's freaking, it's massive. It's like literally the definition of awesome. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, it's like, like mine. Yeah, yeah, like at it, and you just, it's just insane. It's absolutely insane. Like it looks, but they don't do it justice when you actually oh, see it. No, no justice at all. And uh, funny story, we uh, were higher. And um, we had a little bit, or a gas stove was like not enough to like boil any water or anything like that. It was just like a tiny bit, and we were gonna like put it away anyway. So we're like, before we start the fire, we poured poured it on, and then um, we like, all right, we should let it air out a little bit. This and that, like, all right, cool, cool. We're like, we think we're good, and we like, I like goes, and uh, like burnt my freaking eyebrows. I had like crispy hair, so I had to like shave my head and like all this stuff. Oh, it's so bad, man. Man, <laughs> my like the people next to us were like, "Oh my god, okay. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm fine." <laughs> we yeah. stayed, man. That's that's awesome. We stayed that's at cool. um this place near the Grand Canyon. That's like this dude's got this like uh, super eclectic collection of different like uh, accommodations. So. He rents them out like individually through Airbnb, but he's got like one of those like silver campers, you know, those, um, you know, this, the, the super reflective silver ones that you see. I'm trying to think of the name of them. Um, anyway, he's got one of those. The teardrops? Yeah. Yeah. Those things. Um, and then he's got like a school bus that he decked out into a place to sleep. And then he built like a in earth shelter and stuff. So like everyone, depending which one you stay in is a completely different experience. Um, and then he's got like a big bonfire and this massive uh, wolf dog, and nice. uh, he he just like hangs out and drinks talks to people, and that's his like day to day. It's pretty sweet, but he, <laughs> I, I like we showed up, <laughs> we showed up late because uh, we got like a detour from we we're driving from New Mexico, and uh, he like just stare. He just walks in and he's just staring at us. He has like no idea who we are, and like hey, he's like can I help you guys? And like, oh, we're like, we're James and like, blah, 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 Akira, like we're, we're checking in from earlier. He's like, oh, 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 I forgot you guys were coming. I, I thought you guys were like breaking into my property. Um, and, <laughs> uh, like we hadn't met the wolf, we hadn't met the wolf dog yet. And we were like cooking some marshmallows, like and making smalls and stuff. And this wolf dog comes like barreling out of this field, out of the bushes, full speed at me. And I didn't know it was a wolf. I literally looked like a wolf. And it scared, like, the absolute <laughs> shit out of me. Um, oh, man. <laughs> like, Dude, when you're not a... I, I, would, I would have probably shot <laughs> my pants. You didn't get your fucking dog, man. Like, freaking <laughs> out, bro. Yeah, but then it, like, ran up to me and, like, started licking me. I was like, oh, okay, that is, that is a dog. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I mean, looks can definitely be deceiving. I had, um, 
they weren't mine. Um, they were my ex-girlfriends, but I used to live with like two rescued uh, uh, mastiffs. I don't know what kind of mastiffs they were, but they were. And to a lot of people, they were very skittish and, and they were, you know, they were rescues. They were abused by their previous owners, I was told. Um, but they were just other and, and other people. You know, they, they had a hard time trusting people. Um, yeah. They were wonderful dogs, man. You know. Yeah, they get I mean, a bad rap. Like, those big those bigger breeds like that sometimes get, like, a bad rap. But, like, those big dogs are, like, the chillest dogs of all of them. Like, those little dogs that are so angry. <laughs> dude, yeah. I have a, a chihuahua, dude. I have a <laughs> chihuahua named Belphegor. Named after the <laughs> Belphegor. He's a he's a little black chihuahua and he he likes to use his voice, dude. So like if there's more than two people in the room, he's just fucking like wah, like he fucking he's like you guys are so massive, watch out for me. Yeah, he's like, dude, fucking give me all that fucking attention. He's he's a great dog, but I wonder how he learned that. It's like, I've always had chihuahuas. My family has always had chihuahuas, and like we have it now. And like, I'm just so glad he's not a big dog because if it big personality, it would be a problem. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. I had um, I had a dog that it was. She was like a stunted kelpie. Um, her name was Little, or Red, or Solo Cup. She had a lot of names, or Little Red Solo Cup. <laughs> she was she was a great dog man um but she thought she she thought she was like a fucking little tiny fucking lap dog man she was always up with my face and yeah, she she was a good dog good dog kelpies are great they are great dogs yeah really good dogs really smart mm. she, also, she was very very smart also super high energy though oh yeah yeah very high energy um but very very loyal man the most loyal dog I ever had you know yeah we have a uh, we have a corgi and uh they're oh, also man. a herding dog so it's like super high energy and also super mm-hmm. loyal but like stressed about things like i i don't know about your kelpie but our corgi gets like stressed about stuff because he's they're super intelligent yeah i i think i think she would like she she got very protective over my backpack when I was homeless with her for some time. Um, and she was fucking like biting at people and stuff. Like I would be busking in downtown Prescott and like old ladies would be like, oh, you have such a cute dog and try and fucking pet her because the backpack's right there. She's fucking biting at him. I was like, he can't be doing this, man. And she's the sweetest dog, but she, because I think I was kind of feeling like I was in survival mode. Right. Yeah, one of those, like, she picked up that and, you know. Definitely. Yeah, dogs pick up on that stuff. They really read your energy and your mood. But my dog, my chihuahua, dude, he doesn't read anything. He's like, give me fucking love. Like, if I'm trying to, I think I coddled him way too much, bro. He was like, I got. I had him since he was a little, little, little dog, um, puppy. Like he's like about two and a half now. But he, you know, I'd have him up on my shoulder and fucking like until he got a little heavy, and then I was like, all that. But ever since then, like you know, he's been all all a, a, attention, like hyper, and and you know, I love it because I'm I'm honestly like a very hyper person you know so it just suits me very well you know i love that thing to death yeah totally get it our uh our chihuahua is like half terrier so it's like a mix of that chihuahua energy and the terrier energy and he just like he's like 13 the vet says because we rescued him so we don't know how old he is he's like 13 but he like annoys our corgi who's only two with how much energy he has like he just doesn't stop ever and sometimes even when you need to calm down, like <laughs> you're old. Why aren't you like, why won't you ever chill? But like most of the time I'm like fun and funny, but sometimes you're like, you really need to calm down. I'm just trying to like chill. Right. <laughs> For real. 
Um, Brendan, I know we're coming up on time. Do you have any more questions? Um, I'm we're good. Hell yeah, uh, man! For having me on, guys, I really of appreciate course. it. I've just got like one is a really quick one, a bit of a tricky one, and one is a super simple one. Um, right. Is do you have your chili red, green, or Christmas? Red. Okay, I'm a I'm a Christmas man myself. Mm. Okay. Brendan, Christmas. Yeah, Matt, okay. talking about peppers. Uh, peppers and chili. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Red and green. Yeah, I always, I always go red and green. I mean, you mm. can't really go wrong. It's all good. But... I would do regulars and spices, you know? Yeah. I like the mix as well. I, like When I make like uh, stuff at home, I have like uh, two different greens, but I have one that's spicy green and one that's regular green. I put them both on it. Um, I, I like, uh, uh, I just pour a bunch of like Valentino or, or Louisiana hot sauce in my chili. I do, nice. I do, I do the quick and easy route. I mean, it adds the flavor still. Oh, mm. Yeah, and the heat. Louisiana hot sauce is the shit. Man. I I lived there growing up, uh, for like five years. Oh, nice. So, um, do you like? Uh, are you like into like Cajun food and stuff? Oh, dude, yes. Uh, crawdad, crawfish, dude. Nice, <laughs> dude. Soul I'm, food uh, is amazing. It is hard. I love soul food, and I love like, like uh, that, that Cajun stuff. Like I love gumbo, jambalaya, um, all that stuff. It's just the best shit oh yeah i i would say i like mexican food a lot more though dude it's just i can't get enough of it man it, i mean i live in san diego so i'm my my place is like um 20 minutes from tijuana um oh, nice. so, and then like yeah if you once you like go down there and have street tacos and stuff it kind of ruins like everything else for you it's just so everything good. Else. So, so good dude and it's like so cheap you, you pay some guy like three bucks and it's like that is the best taco i've ever had but for real man dang yeah that yeah i agree I, I i didn't really know what real mexican food was until i moved to the u.s because like in australia new zealand what we think of as mexican food isn't really mexican food it's like a white person on the other side of the world's interpretation of what Mexican food is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I I got to San Diego. I was like, holy shit, this is like amazing. There's so much good stuff I, did. I didn't even know existed. I I still discover stuff, man. Um, shout out to my old coworker Alejandro Montero, dude. His his mom would cook him stuff when we would work together, and he would let me have like half. So good, man. And it was just so much better than anything you could just go and buy. Right. Know? Yeah, that home-cooked stuff is, it's always like that. It's always like the yeah. most authentic. Incredible. Uh, okay, so the, the second to last question is the question, uh, but if you were a desert island with a solar-powered discman and you could only take three CDs to listen to until you got rescued, what would they be? The first sub-level of Suez, um, Leviathan. I, I, yes, by Leviathan. Nice. nice. Um, Nero, Sithania, I hope I, by, um, four. And nice. then, oh, dude, this last one has to be a good one, bro. When my eyes blacken, self-titled. Nice. A good choice. It's a lot of depressive music until you get rescued. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Well, you know, that's probably gonna be the vibe out there. So I think so. <laughs> I'll be in, I'll be in a good headspace. I'll be like kicking back with it though. Like, hell yeah, at least I got like some shit. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I, I'm the same. It's like whenever I'm in a like a bad mood, that feel better. Which is like a, a lot of people don't get it. It's like, why are you listening to like super depressive shit if you're feeling bad? I'm like, because that's what makes me feel better. Hell yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> my helps my go helps you confront you know you, you for me at least it helps me just look it in the eyes you know like it gets worse killing me or bothering me and and it helps I, I it just helps with coping man you know right like my 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 number one like i'm in a really awful mood having the worst day ever type thing album is uh, uh human uh it's uh do you know dystopia dystopia i've i've heard some dystopia my girl i think my girlfriend likes dystopia they're like a cross punk sludge from the 90s uh they came back again in like the 2000s they did one album and then broke up again but 
their uh oh their compilation album and it's the ep the same title uh human equal garbage that is my like go-to when i'm in a, a shit mood yeah if you haven't heard that album you should check it out it's like unbelievably raw um Hell yeah, dude. I'll... the the intro track <laughs> the intro track stress bill's character like the intro alone it's like god damn it's just him like how much he hates like having to have a job and work for money and like basically being alive it's yeah it's raw as fuck and it's it's good shit sweet man no nah, it was really good um last question and this is a super simple one uh if people want to follow you on social media or listen to your music or buy your merch or any of that stuff um i'm on facebook uh instagram and uh youtube all of my ads are depressive archive and bandcamp and horror uh horror trv horror at bandcamp depressive frequency bandcamp um and i'm uh it's yourself for records i just had some cds and shirts put out on there um and i can be found on uh their band camp as well awesome well thank you so much for coming on the show uh i know you have a new album coming out so people should keep an eye out for that uh oh, yeah. no no release date yet but uh yeah everyone keep your eyes peeled there will be new music coming um and yeah, I mean, you put out quite a bit of stuff, so we'd love to have you back on sometime to talk about some of the newest stuff when it comes out. Okay, man. Hell yeah. Hey, I appreciate you guys, dude. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That, thank you. And uh, for everyone listening at home, thanks for tuning in and uh, come back next week. We'll have another guest. <laughs>